1: Hi, this is John Barber, and you're listening
0: to TV Confidential. Ken Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that is always happy to welcome back Mr. Don Most. Don Most, the actor known around the world as Ralph Mouth on Happy Days. Fans of Happy Days know that Ralph and Richie sang back up. Sang most usually sang back up to Potsy whenever they played at uh, Al's Drive-In. Although every now and then Ralph had a number of his own. What you may not know is that long before he became known as an actor on Happy Days, Don Most was an accomplished musical performer as a child, performing in musical theater while growing up in Brooklyn, New York. Don has spent much of the past decade or so focusing on music music being his first love he has a new album out called new york high which has been performing well both here in the u.s and in the uk we'll ask don about new york high in just a second don most welcome back to our program
1: Uh, thank you so much ed good to be back with you
0: uh, new York High is a mix of classic, contemporary pop tunes, but there's the title track. I know is an original song. How'd you come to choose that song as the title track for your new album?
1: Oh, it's interesting. Uh, the, the album uh, the album is comprised mainly of uh, jazz standards, which is uh, you know what I love, and uh, my previous album was that as well, except with a big band. This is well, it has a little more contemporary jazz feel to it um but like uh, so i said, most of the songs were uh, jazz standards but i wanted um i wanted to mix a few others in and we did uh, a couple of songs that from the sort of classic rock era as well mm-hmm. and then um we weren't necessarily looking for an original but a friend of mine introduced me uh to some songs he said a friend of his who's who's from um in, in london uh, who writes with someone else and it's kind of actually a well-known uh, DJ there. His name, his name is Mike Reed. And um, he said, you know, I think their material it might be right for you because my friend had seen me perform live and heard some of my stuff. So he said, just check it out. So I listened and there were like three songs, I think, and, and they were all good, but there was one, the one New York High really jumped out at me um, it had a great feel. I love. It had a kind of a swing feel, which I, I, I always love. And um, and the lyrics were great. And it was real. Had an uplifting, joyful kind of vibe to it. And uh, growing up in New York, it it's a, certainly had, had some relevance for me. And, and I just thought it would be a, a you know good song to include on the CD. My, my producer Tony Manter. Uh, he, he agreed when you know when he heard it and I thought it would be good to have it on there. But then, in terms of it becoming the title of the CD, uh, we didn't plan it that way. But as we were thinking about what the album should be called and 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 coming up with ideas for the cover, you know what it, what the, what that would, what the vision for the cover would be, um, and we were thinking about one of the other songs actually to be the title. And then, I don't know, it hit me one t- I don't know, one day when I was thinking about New York High, and, and I had this vision of what the uh, cover should be, the artwork, and I told Tony, and, and he, he really liked it. And So then we had to just make it happen, um, and that was fun. Um, it, unless, until you see the cover, it, doesn't, it won't make sense, so I won't go into it too much. But <laughs> because... It, because it's a, it's a fun cover and, um, and we did it very, um, me doing something, um, a ju- I was actually jumping off of the ladder, not too high, you know, like four feet high and I had some, some foam underneath me. And then my wife had the camera, I had it positioned and she snapped it while I was in the air. And, um, and then I got somebody to Photoshop that and, um, and it cre- created the cover. And and um, so that we really liked, you know the concept, so that, that's how we decided to, to to name the entire CD New York High.
0: New York High is, is eligible for Grammy consideration as we speak as album of the year in the traditional pop category. New York High, Don Most new album. New York High is available through Apple Music and wherever else music is. So I've I've seen a picture of the album cover. I was gonna say it looked like he did a little trampoline action before she caught before she caught the one action. <laughs>
1: Does look like it could have been on a trampoline. You're right, <laughs> but, but I, I did it in a different fashion. You're jumping off a ladder.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you do it. it no, it, when you reach a certain age, if you're going to do something, if you're going to do anything stunt-like, you have to do it in a way um, that it's, it's something you feel comfortable doing, and that you're you, uh, you're not likely to hurt yourself in the process. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I did have some protection underneath for me to land on. And although I still probably could have hurt myself, but luckily I I did not. I yes. escaped. No, yes. No. We, I'm we free we, from that.
0: Yes. We don't want any. We don't want any pulled hamstrings or obliques or or, or anything like that. So that you yeah, can continue. broken ankles. <laughs> absolutely. Ab- absolutely. You gave us an idea of of how you you came to choose the title track, and again, sometimes you find these things not necessarily by design uh, sometimes you find these things by happy accident which is the way life often is but i, yeah. I like i like to ask this question of, of music artists can you give us an idea of the thought process of when, when you put together the selection of songs for an album or even uh-huh. the, even the selection of songs for one of your live shows, for the sets for your live shows. I mean, what? Yeah. You know, there, there's a whole catalog of, of songs that you can choose from, but you only have maybe 85 minutes to do a show. You can't sing everything in 85 minutes. So what what sort of choices are involved when you put together a show or an album, Don? Well, it
1: was a, I think it's a little bit different between the two. Um, when we did the album, um, and again, we were looking mainly at jazz standards. So I was going through all, you know, all the songs that I have in my library uh, that I've collected over the years in that genre, um, you know, and, and started looking through, the, through all the titles and listening to some again. And, and then I, I picked um, ones that just, I, you know, I picked a pretty large uh, a number of songs initially to, to send over to my producer, Tony Mantor. And, um, although I didn't send them the whole thing at once, I would send it to him in batches. And, um, and as, as I was going through stuff and, and then if he gravitated, uh, and these are ones that I just felt like, Oh, you know, I've always loved that song and, and we're going to do this one without a big band. It's going to still be a jazz feel, but you know, just five pieces maybe, and maybe some solos added later. And, um, and, you know, I, I just, whatever kind of struck me as one that I've always wanted to do, that sort of thing. And and then he, so if I sent him four or five one day, you know, and he might say, oh, you know, I think this is, a I really like this one. And, and I gave him different examples of some of the artists who have done them that I liked, you know, different uh, different approaches. And then, um, so we kind of did it in that fashion. If you... Ones that, so if we both really liked it, it would go on our list. And then, you know, maybe we, we wound up with, you know, 30, 40 songs, and then we just had to start whittling it down. And I, I, I'm not even sure how we did that. I think we just kept saying, um, which ones out of these do we like the best? And, you know, and then whoever made the cut. And then we wound up with our final 12, including the, the original, New York High. Um, now, for a live show, it's a little different um, because you know in a studio on a record you could create you know sort of the things just the way you want it and the audio the fidelity and all that is perfect and 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 you could kind of create different moods you have a little more control. Uh, live is it's got to I felt like it has to be a little bit more dynamic at least initially um, and. So, I, I had certain songs that I felt would be good for openers. And then it would be, depending on when I was thinking about the venue that I was playing in, mm-hmm. um, that would have come into play. You know, if it was a real intimate room, I, I might pick songs a little differently than if it was a bigger, you know, bigger space and a bigger audience. And kind of with uh, what felt right, you know, in my mind. So, and because I had a lot to choose from. Like, Probably have, you know, I probably have the music written up for, uh, gotta be 50 different songs, you know. So, um, and sometimes I would repeat set lists and other times I'd write some off. I think that's
0: how I felt. <laughs> do you um do you ever take requests, so to speak, from the audience? And uh, you know, if someone throws a song out like uh, Mac the Knife, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm just I mean, I'm pretty sure Mac the Knife is part of your set in most yeah. cases anyway. But if someone says, Don, please sing Mac the Knife, I mean, if that's not something you plan on doing, but the band you're with knows how to play it, it just takes a one and a two, and then you go. It, 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 it does that happen sometimes?
1: We we actually haven't. I don't think we've done that yet. We haven't had anybody yell out something that wasn't on the set list. You know, that yeah. might have been. <laughs> a couple of times where people did ask for Mac, you know, um, because they know how much I love it and they have seen me do it. Maybe so. Um, you know, that's easy when that comes up. But one that is not in the set list, um, I guess, if it did, if it did arise, I would. Uh, if, first of all, I'd make sure I knew it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that, that's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> and secondly, I, you know, I guess I could, you know, just ask the band, just you know, do they know the song, and you know, we we'll find the tempo and do it. And I probably, you know, so under those circumstances, I, I could see doing that um, if, if it, you know, if it meant if we checked off those two boxes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don Most is on the line with us. Don's new album, New York High, is a collection of adult contemporary slash jazz standards that pay homage to the likes of Smokey Robinson. Uh, and one of Don's all-time singing idols, Frank Sinatra. While the title track, New York High, is an original song written by Mike Reed, the DJ, also known as the Casey Kasem of Great Britain. New York High up for Grammy consideration as album of the year in the traditional pop category as this program airs. New York High is available through Apple Music and wherever else music is sold. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. It's a collection of original songs plus covers of other artists. How do you go about making a song that somebody else sang? Um, how do you put how do you put your Don spin on it so that when you sing it, they think of you and nobody else? Oh, wow! Well,
1: well, I hope that happens. <laughs> sure. um, um, well, and, and one. A good example is one of the songs uh, we did that was um, not really a jazz standard, it was more uh, sort of a a rock-jazz kind of uh, hybrid. Uh, It was called Smoke from a Distant Fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, originally done by the Sandra Townsend Band. And and I always loved that song. And I I guess I felt that, hey, that might fit, because it had a bit of a jazz feel to it originally done so that it you know could sort of blend nicely with the assortment of songs that we're doing but yet be, not be a standard it would be a little different um but then when we were thinking about how to do it you know i didn't really want to compete with the original like you were alluding to and and tony my producer said you know he'd heard this one band do it kind of you know it was originally an up-tempo very much of an up-tempo feel and he said he heard someone do it you know slow down and very bluesy and I said oh that's interesting and we started thinking about it and talking about it and we decided that you know we'd go that way so that's one example of of because it's very different from the original Mm -hmm. Um, and it worked really well it it really did Um, and in other cases um, perfect example would be like um, we did Fly Me to the Moon which of course is uh, so associated with, with Frank mm-hmm. and, but you know his version was you know the sort of uh, big band I don't know if Nelson Riddle did, or Billy May did that arrangement I can't remember but um, it was a very strong dynamic big band yeah. feel and, and, and we did it you know, uh, with just the rhythm section and um, then uh, maybe a guitar solo that is laid, you know, on top of it. And so it immediately has a different, uh, a different sound and a different feel. And, um, and, and that's sort of the way the musicians interpreted it because they were, we actually did this and recorded in Nashville. And there was some, you know, they're great musicians there that can play any, any style, and but they all were l- lending their own, you know, personalities and and what they were hearing, so it, it started, you know, taking on a, a life of its own, and then that influenced me in the way I approached the song, because what was backing me was had this other kind of feel, yet it still had the essence of the song that we know, it's, I, we didn't like drastically change it, um, it's still... It still has a swing feel and that swing jazz kind of feel. Uh, but it just is different. You know, it's not, uh, it's not uh, trying to reproduce what Frank did.
0: Yeah, you want you, 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 you want to keep the essence of the song be- in in- intact, yeah, while putting your own unique take on it. I mean, one of my favorite versions of Fly Me to the Moon is Julie London's. Version, which I mean, and again, I'm musically illiterate. You're gonna correct me if I if, if I screw this up. But it, it sort of has a bossa nova type of feel to it. It's kind of light. It's kind of light and airy.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I'll have to look, look up Julie Linden's version of that. I don't think I've ever heard that. But I know that particularly. Um, I'm a big fan of Diana Krall, and uh, and she's done that where she's taken, I've heard her takes. Um, can't remember which titles, but some of these, you know, very long uh, standards and, and and did it with a bossa nova or a light, um, uh, you know, a, a cha-cha or a yeah. bossa nova, but, um, and and also slowed them down and do them very airy in, in the way you were describing for Julie. So um, I, I definitely have heard that. This was a nice approach to do, because some of them lend themselves very very nicely to that.
0: Don most is on the line with us. Don's new album New York High is up for Grammy consideration as we speak as album of the year in the traditional pop category. New York High available through Apple Music uh, and wherever else music is sold. Don will stay with us for another segment. We hope you'll stay with us as we continue our conversation here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,